0: Ox team. Uh, yeah. Now uh, that story got start to finish, start at the beginning, and tell that story. <laughs> okay. He's ready. Yeah. I remember one time when I was a boy, a young man, I went over in the eastern part of Arkansas to work, and uh, my uncle lived over there. And what was his name? His name, Uncle Bob Moore, he, he lived there at Manila. Manila, Arkansas. That's in Mississippi County. And uh, we went over there to pick cotton. To work in the timber mostly is what where our job was, working in the timber. But one Sunday morning, anyway, it was a bunch of us went down to some friends and worked down on the river. And uh, we got down there, and and, uh, there was uh, an old man there had been having trouble with another man. And uh, he was about half shot. He'd had uh, maybe a quarter or two too much to drink. (laughs) And more or less, you know. And, uh, he was a, a raring and a fuss, and he'd been down the river there, and had met another old man down there, and they'd got him in trouble, and, uh, and they, evidently, this other fellow had given him a licking, and he come up, he was up there at the camp, and uh, get his gun, he's going to go down there and kill him. And, uh, He went out to where he was boarding at the camp there, and got an old single barrel shotgun and started down up the river where he left this feller, and one of the boys went out there and just took the gun away from him. And he's cussing me right, and he fussed, and finally he says, well, I've got another gun at the house. I'll get it. And he went back to the house and got another gun and started down uh, up the river there. And I told the boss, let him alone. I says, he's not aimed to go. He's just a blowin'. He don't know what. Well, I actually don't know what he's doing, but I don't think he'll go up there where he's at at all. I says, let him alone. Just let him go. So they let him alone that time, and uh, he started up the river, and got about 20 feet, and he stopped. Turned around, and he says, boy, somebody come and go with me. He says, and see me kill him, and swear I have done it. <laughs> I I don't, uh, I didn't miss any of the scary thing about seeing him kill him, but uh, he'd better just go on and kill him by himself. (laughs) And he kept begging and hollering and squalling, to somebody to come and go with him. And, And we looked up the river there, and this path went up the river and we seen this old man a coming he was headed and white-headed he was an old white-headed man and uh, he come walking on down right slow and uh, the, this fellow says uh you yeah, to cussing him and says yes sir you know what you've done he says i'm gonna shoot you i'm gonna kill you right where you're standing but he wouldn't shoot. He just stood there with a gun in his hand and cussing him. But the old man, he just kept walking along, right slow and he come right on down to this fellow and uh, we said he wasn't going to shoot and uh, one of the boys took the gun and uh, he, this old fellow walked up to him and he uh, picked up a pole about as big as my leg and about six feet long and it was rotten just barely was staying together till he could pick it up and he hit him on the head with it and broke it in two he landed away and hit him on top of the head with this pole and uh, and got back and struck again, and as the old man fell, uh, he, he just hit his shoulder. And the old man just fell there like he's dead, and was bleeding pretty bad. I didn't know what he had killed him, but well went away and left him laying there and he told me he was going to be able to talk he says you fellow just let me alone he says I've been this way before and he says I know when to get up and uh, so after a while he got up about halfway up on his knees and and he finally got up though and uh, Who's standing around there? And uh, his boss, fellow he'd been working for, come about that time and uh, and got him and took him off. And they said that this old fellow had traded his wife to this boss for a ox wagon. Uh, some oxen and a wagon, log wagon. So, it seemed like that part of the country wasn't any better than it was around biggers. Somehow they was kind of rough down in there uh, them days. What year was that? I must have been about... Uh, I must have been about... Uh, and five. Let's see, uh, 19 and 5, I guess it's was about 19 and 5. Grandpa, remember, remember that time you was running up in the, uh, he was, we was picking was And We went up to the lake one Sunday morning to fish. Record that. There you go. Well, there ain't much to that. Story? Well, okay. A story? There ain't much to that. Anyway, we went up there to fish and, and they, uh, We all, they got their boats, and we had, we finally, there was one left there for me and Owen. And uh, an old shotgun, we had an old shotgun, and uh, a gig, sorry, the rig. And we started out, and the water was where we was going, was about a couple of feet deep. Three feet, maybe, and the weeds growing in the bottom of it. Tick, it's covered, bottom of the lake <coughs> it's covered, the weed. And we're <coughs> looking for buffalo. Oh, it was about that long and about that big through the back. And I thought there's an old rotten chunk of land in there. We'd say. Wasn't looking for nothing like that, you know. And we drove, and went right on past it. And I got to thinking, well, dog, I'm going to go to looking for something like that. But it didn't go much further, there was another. And I looked at it good. I enjoyed that's a fish. That'll
1: be all right.
0: I landed my gig into it, and with it, and finally got it in the boat. And we we got about six or seven of them. And uh, we finally got about uh, five miles from shore, I guess, something like that. But anyway, it was some white houseboats where we went in, and we just kept them in sight so we wouldn't get lost, you know. And the wind got up against us, and we decided we'd better try to get back. And we went to to, uh, to get back, and there were some fellows duck hunting. And there were some ducks flew between us and them. And they about the time they got in with us, why well, they shot two or three times. And the shot on each side of the boat and around it just cut through the water. <laughs> but they didn't even hit the boat. And we finally made it back though, but the leaders gave out when we got back and they laughed at us and said they wasn't no good, they wasn't so what I don't know if anybody else went with us and followed or not. Maybe not. But anyway, we went to Heber, McElmery's up near, up towards Missouri. Close to the Missouri line up there. And Walter Puchel was there with his dog. And we went out of hunting that morning. And uh, we walked till the way in uh, evening. And uh, we got separated, me and uh, Walter was together and uh, John, Tom and Heber was, and Felix, he was there too. All ways from us and uh, we heard the dog run, running, and he come down pretty close by us and went right on. And I said, I guess that dog's on the track of a turkey. Well, the dog went on past us about a quarter, or half a quarter, I guess, and uh, on a kind of a glade and uh, stopped. He couldn't go any further. I said, that was a turkey all right boys, and I says, it flew right here.
1: I thought
0: about watching. And I was, we was just standing there wondering we what to do, and I said, now, uh, let's figure the lay of the country now and see about the way that turkey ought to have went.
1: Anyway, in the meantime, I... Uh,
0: I have uh, seen some big trees down below me there, and I just walked off down there towards them trees. Cut down there pretty close to them trees, and I seen this turkey sitting way up in the, in this one of these trees. And I pulled out on it and killed it. Well, there was no doubt. Oh, what <laughs>
1: Don't you
0: want to How about the time you shot the tree? <laughs> well, I might eat this. is oh. <laughs> <laughs> I took this truck in and saw it down and it got pretty late in the evening We it was going home. And one of the boys, two of them, said, there'll they go, there'll they go. They've gone up to roost, a bunch of turkeys.
1: the i roost and I've ever seen everyone. I didn't see a sign of a turkey,
0: but they seen them, and I don't know why I couldn't see
1: them. Anyway,
0: we went to the way the turkeys went to see if we could find them. It was about thick, awful thick timber, where they went, and we was going through that, and an old field out on the other side of it, and just as we got almost to this old field while that dog found one. And it made a run to get to the open so it could fly and the dog right after it and he caught it before it could get off the ground.
1: Good dog. Yeah. Can we went on, going home and he had a, a leech
0: on the dog. Me and him was together and the other boys was way ahead of us somewhere. And the dog come to smell him and uh, uh, pulling away from him. I'm um, trying to go. I says, pull up, take that rope off of that dog. I says, he smells turkey right here. He took the rope off and the dog just went where Hardwick could go right on the trail of a turkey. The went after him, Hardwick going. Got about about 102 yards, 150 yards, I guess. of a big tree, and there was a big nice, big gobbler flew out of the tree, it had gone up in this this tree. But finally, I I had a load of uh, small shot in the barrel, and the next one in the magazine was uh, BB, or not BB, but uh, Buckshot. Big buckshot. And I pulled on, on it because it flew through an opening, and uh, I didn't, further I know, I didn't touch it. And uh, I was, got behind and went to come to another. Oh. <coughs> that was number two Navy rifle I used to have. Boy, oh, I wish I had that one. I, remember, I was going to run across him and he was looking at the gun and talking about, I told about if it shot good. And I told him, yes, I can shoot pretty good with that gun. So uh, I thought I'd show him about what to do, you know, and there's a little pine tree, about the sound of mine right there. Uh, down there and I bulged a little place on the side of it, on the front of it. went back to where he was and I raised up and shot and I hit this little place, this uh, skip blaze place I cut with a knife and uh, I took my knife and bored in to open the hole up see how deep the bullet went into the tree you see and I think it went about halfway through. I went over on the other side and I bored a hole of my knife in, to, in the other side till I could see the bullet on the other
1: side.
0: I went back up there and said you think I could knock that bullet out of there? Oh, you said I don't know. He said that'd be awful good to well, I loaded my gun again, raised up, took good bead right in that that place, and pulled the trigger. Went down there, and the bullet was gone. I just hit that bullet and knocked it right up. Manalo, that shooting gun over there. Use twenty twos at uh, different kinds of targets, you know. And uh, paid a down for three shots. And uh, they put up a prize one evening, one day there, that the one is going to give a dollar for the one that made the best score that day. So well on in the evening, I was there at the shooting gallery and there was a boy he walked up there and he says, I believe I'll take uh, uh, three shots at a scorecard. They had scorecards oh, about four inches square, you know, with rings. Different. And then uh, this a little black spot in the middle. So the kid, he took the gun, and he shot, and he didn't make a very good score that time, and he asked me if I'd shoot for him the next time. I said, I can if you want me to. So I took the gun and pulled out at it, and I just hit the black right in the middle there. My goodness, he said, if you can do like that, I'd love you to take the next shot for me. Oh, I said, okay, if you want me to. So I pumped another shell, shell in and cracked down on it and just hit the in the black, but just cut a little edge that you could see that I did hit it, you know. So I decided I'd take three shots then. I gave him a dime and I pulled down on it and I drove center in the spot. And he went down. He went and put up, took them down, put up another. No, no, he he left it. And I pulled out of it again, and I just cut the edge again, just a fraction, but I put it in the center, in the black spot. And the last shot didn't show no sign. and he wouldn't count it. So I said, well, will take three more shots then. I pulled on it again and I hit center black. I said, you put another card behind that. One. And he put another card back behind that and I pulled down on it again and, uh, and, uh, he went down there and, and pulled the card out, and, and uh, they was holding it, too. He thought you'd missed the whole board. Yeah, he said, oh, do know, you might have missed the whole thing. That's the reason you wouldn't count it, you know. And uh, so I said, put another card behind there. He put another one put it. I pulled down again, next shot, and it didn't show no sign at all. I said, take the car out and look at it, and there was a hole in it. That was, uh, eight shots. Hmm. Right straight along and I, I drove center. You might say center, I cut a little edge, you know, just enough on, on, most, um, that you could see that uh, it was two shots. Well, that time is wanting to get rid of you, huh? And, uh you win the dollar so I had won I went home you know next morning I went down there to get my dollar and the rope was cut and the doll was gone there if you hurt sooner, center you know there was a little dollar uh, hung up uh, up there and it come right down the rope run right down the rope to you if you scored you see that that dog would just run right down to you so the next morning I went down there to get my daughter mm-hmm. and the rope was cut and the dog the was gone I said uh, what about my uh, uh, score I made yesterday well they said there was another fellow tied you last night and then they after the uh, cluster I uh, closed up, they, uh, they uh, come and stole a lot of stuff and cut my rope and took my doll off. And uh, he wouldn't give me but fifty cents. he no sort of tied me, <laughs> <laughs> <But> not. <laughs> and, uh, he'd, he'd shoot uh, apples off of a woman's head. Uh, a cigarette out of her mouth.
1: You have to work
0: and he wanted to shoot with me one day. I said, oh, no, I don't want to shoot with you. He didn't have any arms, he didn't have any legs. Did you ever meet anybody famous? Grandpa? He's famous? Oh, yeah. Did you ever meet anybody that's famous or anything? Well, uh, he was uh, what I'd call famous in, in marksmanship. One of his arms is off right here at his elbow. This one was off right there at his elbow, and this one is off right here. One of his legs off, hey. you to tell some of big tails. One day, they at my place, and they got to talking, and he told him about a fellow come and start all, of them to start a night with him one night, Oh, for bad night. It's storming and raining and blowing and cold, and I told him, he could, yes, he and sit all night with me. And uh, after supper, he said he was sitting, we were sitting up by the fire and talking, and said he began to tell big tales. And he said he just went one to another telling these big yarns, okay. big, unreasonable tales. He said, I decided to tell them. Well, it was so that made me think of one time when I lived, uh, the, uh, they was. Uh, a lot of uh, animals, wild animals in the country and he said I was started home one night, uh-huh. it was dark, and I was just going to path. I was just a down temple through the tent and he said uh, there was two big trees, one still on each side of the path down ahead of him there and he said uh, but, uh, I was just thinking now, uh, if there was a bear, he was telling this fellow this tale, you know. Go ahead, it's on. <laughs> well, I'm on the I started in. Anyway, yeah, well, he, uh, he said that uh, when he got. Down and passing between them trees he said there was a big bear standing there behind one of them and he says it just jumped right out of and just grabbed me and he said I oh, you know, reached in my puddle and got my pipe and uh I it up with tobacco, and took uh, the poker and reached over and got me a cold fire and let my pipe and fed uh, the fire back, set the poker off, and uh, he said, I just sat there and uh, never said no more, I just sat there and smoked. I said, this old fellow kept waiting sitting there and waiting. I said, well, he says, and what, what, did, what happened? He said, what did I do for you? By God, he says it's killing me. What do you think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, I didn't tell
0: Admiral Taylor, he so. he got up and he said I wouldn't sell a with a man telltale like that. No, he note one, so he said I, I wouldn't make him sell a